Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Father's Day is just around the corner and with us dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic this year is going to be a little bit different. Perhaps now more than ever, fathers are taking on more and the stress and the anxiety of taking on multiple roles in the lives of their children from teacher and mentor to coach can really take a toll. Today we're joined by Dr. Stephen Leonard. He's a veteran pastor, a husband, and a father. And most recently, he's launched a 30-day living-inspired journal. He says it's important not only for women, but also for men to journal. We're going to hear about that journal, but also about his life coming up today on Connections. Today, we're joined by Dr. Stephen David Leonard. He is a veteran pastor, husband, a father, and now the president and CEO of the Leonard Group. He recently launched a 30-day living-inspired journal, and we're going to hear about that coming up. Uh, so first of all, maybe, uh, Dr. Leonard, for people that aren't uh, uh, familiar with you up here in Canada, tell us a bit about yourself. You were a pastor at one time, but now you're in the marketplace, kind of, right? What was that journey like for you? Yeah, that's exactly right. I was a pastor for 10 years uh, here in California where I live. And um, uh, about uh, 10 years ago, uh, made a switch into the marketplace. Um, and my journey there was uh, just kind of recognizing that, uh, you know, I went into ministry to really be able to reach people and connect with people. And um, and as I was, uh, as I was a pastor, I, I kind of realized that, um, while I was working with people a lot, it was really inside the four walls of the church. And my hope was to be able to connect more in the community. And, uh, my wife and I had started a, a small kind of at home, uh, business and I was doing a little bit on the side with her. And I realized through that means I was really able to have many more natural connections with people in the community. And, uh, so, uh, one thing led to another and, and eventually I decided, you know what, I think I, I might actually be able to live my calling better, uh, out in the marketplace and be, uh, you know, have more opportunity to connect with people and, uh, you know, share what I believe, uh, in, in a broader, uh, in a broader sense out there. So, uh, less about, uh, business, maybe more about mission. Yeah. I would say that's true. Now, of course, in the middle of a COVID-19 pandemic here in Canada, as well as the United States, what have the last few months been uh, for you as a business leader, but also as a family person? Yeah, it's as I'm sure many people can relate. I mean, it's it's been a it's been a, a challenging time, uh, you know, as as we joke a lot with people now, uh, you know, working from home and, and doing everything from home, uh, you know, having uh, business meetings where your kids come into the middle of them and <laughs> yeah. uh, the dog is barking and, you know, all those types of things that, that I think have become a part of uh, business life uh, today. Um, and, uh, you know, like a lot of people, um, you know, it had an impact on the business as well. Um, and we went through some pretty, uh, we went through some pretty stressful times with that. And I'm happy to say that we've been able to recover from that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, a kind of wild, a wild ride. Now, the last time we talked, uh, with you, we touched on your son who has a genetic disorder a little bit. In the midst of this global pandemic, you've also been dealing with some pretty serious issues there, it sounds like. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, when uh, we, uh, so he, like you say, he has a severe genetic disorder called Cornelia DeLange syndrome, and it affects him uh, globally. So, um, you know, from, from his uh, kind of cognitive ability to um, physical malformations and 
lots of lots of little issues. But uh, in uh, the beginning of March, he had a surgery to correct scoliosis, and that was down uh, in the LA area. And um, you know, and there was this thing kind of on the rise. This COVID nineteen thing was on the rise, and um, as we met with the doctor the day before, and as we met with him the morning of, we you know asked you know hey is this is this a good time to be doing this this seems like it's it's kind of a big deal and he said no no it's it's okay we wouldn't do it if there was any if there was any risk and um and that day was the day that basically everything shut down in the US that was mm-hmm. the day that our governor in California uh, called for social distancing and no more groups of more than 10 professional sports closed, Broadway closed, uh, on and on and on and on. And uh, the, the surgeon, you know, we saw him uh, in the cafeteria afterward. And he, and he said to us, uh, you know, man, the whole world changed while I was in surgery. Wow. Good. <laughs> uh, you know, it was, it was seven hour surgery or so. So um, yeah, that was a big, it, it was a, a kind of a, a big, um, a big moment kind of converging for us. For a lot of parents, I think there's been a lot of stress come up. I've been broadcasting from home for three months now, right? And like you touched on dealing with kids in meetings and stuff, and I'm dealing with kids and pets on live radio in the mornings. But a lot of parents, I think, can relate to finding this a stressful time. I agree with that. It is, you know, I think you you have this, this instinct to, you know, protect your family, protect your kids. And, um, you know, when things start going kind of crazy in the world, uh, I think, I think that that raises a lot of questions about, you know, how, how am I going to, how am I going to navigate with this with them? How, you know, am I going to be able to protect them from, from everything going on? And, uh, you know, a lot of people are affected with their jobs and their businesses and, you know, and the list just goes on and on. Uh, what's it been like for you as a father in the midst of the pandemic and then uh, helping your son recover from surgery and that what have the emotions and stressors that you've been feeling been like? Yeah, well, you know, so interestingly that, you know, to kind of go back to, uh, to the surgery that night, uh, my son ended up uh, in the middle of the night, he coded and we were, we were at UCLA and they've wow. got two campuses and they ended up rushing us over to the main campus to uh, put him into the, the pediatric ICU. Um, we, we had a, we had a moment there that we thought we were going to lose him. And he was, he actually was having some, uh, he had a, a brief, some breathing issues, which of course was really scary in light of, in light of uh, everything with the COVID um, it turned out not to be that, but uh, it, it landed us in the in the ICU for the next eleven days. Um, and as you can imagine, um, that you know it, it took something that was already stressful, um, and then with the stress, <laughs> you know, the surgery was stressful. Then you had the stress of everything going on in the world. We're in a hotel; every all the restaurants are closing down, and hmm. uh, the hotel is closing down. And then the next thing you know, now we've got. Uh, you know, this medical crisis uh, with our son. Um, And so I, you know, it was, uh, it was a scary and emotional time uh, for us. And uh, we were very focused on, you know, helping our son heal and, and get out. And, um, you know, and I'm pleased to say he's, he's, you know, it's been a couple of months and he's doing great now. We're we're home and he's healthy and, 
he's recovered from the surgery really great. But um, yeah, all those things, plus just everything swirling in the world that, you know, it was just really scary and, and a really, uh, a really intense emotional time. One thing everybody can agree on as well is that men and women deal with emotions very differently. <laughs> uh, what do you find are men's typical responses uh, in the midst of stressful times like this? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think for most men, um, you know, I, men don't tend to be uh, as, as open with their, with their feelings and, and as um, you know, we're not, we don't tend to be as outwardly expressive, I think. And um, I, I think that's, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, we could learn some things from, from our wives that they talk about things. And I think that actually helps. I think we tend to internalize it all and just carry it and try to fix it. Um, you know, and um, which, which I think, um, you know, on the one hand that can be good because, because it can help you kind of, you know, get to work and get some things done that need to be done. But I think too, you know, that can be really isolating and it can be, um, you know, and it can, it, it can allow, um, you know, kind of all those, those feelings of anxiety to kind of well up and build up rather than, rather than to kind of give them a release valve. And you found a release valve, kind of. You just uh, released a brand new project, uh, a journal. Tell us a little bit about this journal and why you think journaling for men could be really helpful. Yeah, so um, really it was born out of as, as, as we were in the hospital with my son, uh, you know, people on, uh, on social media were just, um, you know, and friends, of course, friends and family were just so supportive and just really walking with us in that journey and it really struck me that especially with everything going on in the world, the people were still so engaged with, with our family and so supportive of us um, while they're facing their own crisis. And uh, I, I kind of thought, you know, man, I wish there was something that I could do to give back because, you know, with, with our son and our business, I mean, we've, we've faced crisis a number of times and, and kind of come through. And I, and I, so I just got thinking, I wonder if there's something that I can do, um, to give people something in this time, thinking about people at home and, you know, having the, um, you know, having time on their hands, but, you know, and, and a lot of uncertainty. And so uh, I created this 30 day journal uh, to help people, um, you know, take time, be able to use some of that time uh, that they're, that they're home uh, to reflect, to kind of refocus their thinking um, and, uh, you know, and hopefully to kind of, to kind of give a, a, a forward focus for, um, for when everything was done. I really like the community aspect of this. That's something I was really good at is, uh, journaling. Actually, I keep a prayer journal, but, uh, I, I was just struck last night. Actually, I looked at my bedside table. There's my prayer journal and it's been untouched in a month and a half. I've been so stressed that I've pulled away from it. But here, part of that journal is you've created this community around it. Yeah, that's right. We, uh, I, I thought, you know, again, just thinking about so many people who are, you know, we're not going to be able to be uh, in touch with each other, you know, in the same way that we're used to, right? We're, we're socially distanced. We're in our homes. We're, you know, we're, we're isolated from each other. And I thought, well, you know, it's, it's definitely not the same thing as being together, but I thought, well, if we can at least create sort of a forum, uh, we created a, a Facebook group and, and, uh, you know, a place where we could kind of gather and, and share the journey as well. And, uh, you know, I thought, well, this would be a great place where we can kind of, you know, share the, share the experience with each other. I'm going to join the group right away. What's the, what's it been like, uh, around the community so far? 
Yeah, it's it's been really great. People, people, um, we've had quite a number of people join, and and uh, you know, people have have really um, you know just been just shared how they've been so encouraged by the you know by the journal by being able to be a part of the community uh, by you know and and by participating uh, in the in the Living Inspired Journal program. How can I get my hands on the journal right now? <laughs> yeah. So uh, you can go to uh, to my website, stephendavidleonard.com, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, davidleonard.com. And uh, there's a link uh, there where you can uh, where you can join the Living Inspired Journal. You sign up and uh, you'll get an email each day uh, and with the prompt. And uh, if you uh, if you have a journal that you're already using, then great. And if you need a, a, a physical journal, then uh, you can also uh, purchase a journal on my website. I think that prompt is such an important piece, right? Like if I had that prompt every day, my, my prayer journal would be a lot more full right now. I might need more than a prompt. I might need a little bit of a kick in the pants, but I'll take anything. <laughs> Well, it, it's funny, you know, that was, that was my thought, you know, knowing that, that some people are, are big journalers and some people have never done it and kind of everywhere in between. And my thought was, well, I, I want to provide something that will just help people start. And my, my goal was, uh, it's something that, you know, you can do in five minutes or less, um, because I figure it's better to do something, you know, they, they say some beats none, right? Yeah. So I thought let's let's make keep it simple and and allow allow folks to have something that's that's a starting point. But of course, that's open ended too. So if you're somebody who, you know, you you're able to take more time and you want to go deeper, uh, you know, you can spend an hour writing in in response to it. But um, you know, so I I kind of thought that was kind of my goal is to make it an easy entry point and then and then leave it open ended for people to go as far as they want with it. What have you found in your own personal life, like the biggest benefit from journaling for yourself? What's it done for you and your your faith and your own prayer life? Yeah, you know, I, I think it really helps me. It, the first thing is that I, I think it just helps me to sort of refocus and, and um, you know, sort of find some gratitude and, and thankfulness and, and, and see, you know, what God is doing in my life and not just focus on sort of, you know, it's, it's easy, especially lately, it's easy to get really dragged into sort of the negativity of the day and things on the news and, you know, those types of things. And I, and I found it, it helps me sort of refocus my mind and, and really, you know, redirect me to the Lord, um, in that way. And, you know, and I've also found that it just, it helps me process some things. So if I've got something on my mind, you know, and, and honestly, my own going through, <laughs> through the journal, there was times that I just did the five minutes that day. Uh, there's other times that I, you know, that I would write for an hour and sometimes it's just helpful for me to, to process and kind of put things back into perspective, um, you know, in light of that, you know, what, what we see going on, you know, in the news on any given day, we all, you know, we know that's not the whole story. And I think it's helpful to be able to kind of refocus back on the big picture of what, of what God is doing in the world and, and connect with him. Yeah, I think a lot of us listening to that are like, yeah, I would like to refocus right now. <laughs> uh, Dr. Leonard, anything else you want to touch on before we go? Yeah, I, just to say, you know, um, obviously, thanks for, for having me on. And, um, you know, uh, my my hope is that the, the journal will be a, a great tool for people to be able to, um, you know, to uh, connect with the Lord, connect with um, other people and, uh, I've been really thankful to see the way uh, people have um, have connected with it, and uh, hopefully it'll be uh, a benefit and a blessing to some of your listeners. 
Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Leonard. Remember, if you want to listen to the full conversation again, you can always do that by visiting your radio station's website. We'll talk to you again on Connections.